Welcome to the Beyond the Leash podcast, your number one source for everything canine. Eric Stremens has you covered on the latest training tips, techniques, and more. No more clicker training bullshit constantly bribing with treats. Just balanced dog training that works. Now, here's your host, Eric Straitmans. Well, hello, hello, hello. It's Eric Straitmans, owner and head trainer here at the Beyond the Leash on the Beyond the Leash podcast. So today is our very first new format where we're going to have Eric and special guests um, with me on the mic today, I have one of my trainers been with me for a long time. I have Narice Hall. Say hello, Narice. Hey. I, oh, I got oh, to turn off my Bluetooth. I wasn't thinking that anybody <laughs> would call me this early in the morning because we're filming this really early. So let's kill that phone call. That was kind of cool. Surprise! Phone uh, call. I, I usually, I usually turn it all off. <laughs> That's a weird yeah. thing for your first one, Narice. <laughs> I usually turn my ringer off, but I thought, hey, we're filming this pretty early in the morning. I'm like, nobody's gonna bother me. So again, uh, we have Narice Hall with with us, who's been a trainer with us for quite some time. Say hello, Narice. Hi. Um, yeah, it's it's great to be here. My first time on the podcast. So I'm pretty excited. Nice. Um, so today we're here really early cause I got a lot of stuff to do today. Um, this is going to be maybe the longest day of my life. Um, I'm here doing it. It's like nine in the morning now. I, yes. left, I left my place cause I'm in a temporary place in Milton, which is much farther drive. You're familiar with Milton. Yeah, I grew up there. I am <laughs> very familiar with the drive. We it were, doesn't matter we were just, where you're coming from there. <laughs> we were just telling the horror stories of Milton and their traffic. Even though it's a smaller town, it wasn't set up very well. No, not and at all. There's not enough Tim Hortons. I'll tell you that. Fucking yeah. right now, because everyone is like the biggest shit show in the world. We got busy Tim Hortons here in Miss, in Mississauga, but it seems like there's more of them, so it's a little bit better. Um, yeah, today um, I'm doing this. We're here at nine in the morning. Yes, yeah. Um, we have a you have an intermediate class, and then we have a class at noon that we're both doing. Yes. Um, and then I got to go to Ashley Furniture because I just bought. I don't want to say how much. I bought a shit ton of furniture. Because I'm moving into my new place that's going to be closer to here, finally. In uh, two weeks, I'll be actually moving in. But I'm getting, I already have the keys. We're getting all the furniture in. Then I have a suit fitting, Narice. Oh, no. It's a final (laughs) suit fitting for a wedding that I was supposed to go to on Saturday. Ah. Not going to the wedding. No. Um, (laughs) Obviously, it's a friend of me and Melissa. And she's probably going to be there. So I'm going to have to say sorry, but I'm going to bow out of that wedding. But I need a suit anyway. Yeah. My whole life, you know, I've trained dogs for a living and I've worked in bars. I had one sport jacket and three ties, something I called the wedding tie, the funeral tie, and the interview tie (laughs) or something like that. Yeah. Oh, no, the court tie. Yeah, the court tie. (laughs) The wedding tie. And then this is, I'm finally getting a full tailored suit, which I really need. I was actually excited about the process. But anyway, I have that at four. And then I'm coming back here to do two classes in the evening. Yeah. And I probably won't get out of here until 10. By the time I drove to drive back to Willand, it'll be 11. It's a long fucking day. Yeah. Um, so, Narice, just to let everybody know, is our trainer Thursdays. You've been Thursday daytime for a long time, yeah? Yeah, yeah, for, yeah, I don't even remember how, like, 
the past two years with COVID, everything's kind of like mushed together. Yes. And I just like, <laughs> yes. I, I don't remember like when I started taking over the Thursday noon classes. It was originally <laughs> Melissa's day. I think she lasted two classes and then you were interested because you worked evenings. Yeah. And I think, I think also you were doing some of them and then you gave me a class, like an e- easy lesson to do. And then they actually like requested me. So, like, I, think, I took I over. Think you filled in for <laughs> Melissa, and everybody loved you. Yeah. <laughs> well, not that Melissa was bad, but everybody was like, oh, that New East girl, she seems to know what she's doing. Yeah. And you, I was like, hey, you want that class? Because Melissa's like, would love to bow out, and you agreed to it. Yeah. Um, let's talk about, just briefly, because we don't really want to do that, um, you have been a client at Beyond the Leash since about when? Um, so, my first class with, um, my first novice class with my dog who's actually just laying dumb beside me, like, just chilling. <laughs> Artemis, most of the people know Artemis. <laughs> I got to get on, oh. my, on my thing, my, uh, my sound effects. I, I got to get better at this. <laughs> I should have had the applause going and applause yeah. for Artemis being here. When, when yeah. was that? So um, I think it was late February 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was, I know she turned a year old just before we finished Novice, and that was, like, before COVID, so, like, there was like um you know like the the weekend like the the long weekends off we had March break off so it was like from late February to like late May 2019 and i believe you started your apprenticeship almost as soon as we walked in this building and yeah. we've, been, we've been in this building for almost 2 years now yeah i um i started my apprenticeship yeah as pretty much as soon as we started i think we were talking we were talking about it when we were still in streetsville yeah and then you actually started when we moved here i believe or just yeah yeah no i started my first um class that i apprenticed for was when we were in this building um so you've been around for quite some time and we're sticking around hopefully Uh, can we talk about where you work um yeah so absolutely the great thing about narice is (laughs) she's got background in like you did a lot with horses too. Yeah. And horse training and dog training they're separate, but there's a lot of similarities. There's there's a lot of similarities. I mean, you're not using like correction collars on horses. Oh, a horse will kick you but, in the uh, face if yeah, you do that. Probably. <laughs> um but there's different um so like when you ride horses, I and people who know horses, I um compare the bit like the metal part that you put in the horse's mouth to the different types of collars that we use because yes. there's different levels like there's you know whoa. your standard one yeah <laughs> everybody knows that whoa <laughs> and that's like pulling back on the bit yes. exactly like you're pulling back on the reins like some some of the bits like they're made of um like plastic they're softer some of them have like a little bit of a twist in them so a little bit like harsher for your stronger horses there's like a standard one that, that you use yeah i learn stuff new every day yeah there there's there's a lot of similarities in terms of like different horses, you know, use different things. So let's talk about because you had a, the horse background, which made you good for dog training. You also have a, a job where it's in the industry. Kind yeah, of. Um, I work for the. Um, I've worked at both locations, but I work at the warehouse level for Pet Value, actually. Um, so you know everything there is to know about pet products. Yeah. So the food, the toys, the the, the treats, whatever. You yeah, know, I, you're I hands know, on with all that. Yeah, I I know what the products. Um, actually, both because I've worked at both warehouses. One has all the big stuff. One has all like the accessories, like the toys, the collars, the the fun stuff. Um, so I know what what Pet Value carries. Um, I know 
like the products. I, I like, love when we have a client here and they start asking me about some kind of product that I don't really know about, and Narice just jumps in. Oh well, blah blah blah. blah. They come in this much and this, this kind and this kind, and they're usually this expensive. And yeah, I just just having working at the both both warehouse warehouse locations, it's just like I see all the product, even if I'm not necessarily like handling on a daily basis i'm still familiar with it because like i have like my my pickers will come to me and be like hey like what's this i'm like oh it's this like so i see it all the time yep and you have just been given was it a promotion yeah yeah kind of a promotion um i work at so right now i'm leading a shift um of pickers but i'm going to be in next year sometime our our warehouse is going to be moving to a new location with both Warehouse is under one roof, um, so we're getting a new system for it um, in terms of, like, everything we do. So, like, all our administrative stuff, all our picking, like, all the all that kind of fun stuff. Um, and because I know the system that we currently use really well, I know all the processes. And yep. if I don't know something, then I know who to ask because I've worked at both warehouses. Um, they've asked me to be, basically become a subject matter expert and help build the uh, processes and the standard of, of practice and, and procedures um, to tran- transition over when we when we move buildings and move systems. Awesome. Congratulations. That's yeah. pretty exciting. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> the thing with me is now you can't, because your shifts are changing, now you're going to be a- not afternoons anymore. No, I'm going to be daytime. daytime, yeah. So I'm losing my daytime trainer. And <laughs> here's the funny thing. If she would have came to me like, three four months ago and said hey yes what eric i can't work days i would have had to struggle my brain oh my god am i gonna lose days da, 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 da. i'm like fuck no i'm not living less anymore and i'm gonna be living three minutes away i'll do the fucking days i don't yeah. care i'll do them all if anybody again yeah. i want my team here but what we're gonna do is because i don't want you to stop training here we love you having you here we're gonna give you thursday nights yes yeah yeah i'm taking over i that was the opportunity given to me it just kind of like worked out in my favor and i jumped at the chance of taking it let's talk about this before we get to the actual topic we're going to talk about today um you have started and that's what i encourage you've started doing your own little i don't know if you're going to do private lessons to begin with that's how i started yes Um, you've started your own training company yeah which is my goal everybody's like why do you want your trainers to become like jen broadbent and john broadbent's dog training academy i want all my trainers to eventually branch out yeah. Hopefully, Andrew become owns fucking Vancouver wherever he's going. Yeah, exactly. He's going to be the only one doing it around there. Um, so you've started your own. Just started your own little social medias. What are you calling your dog training company? Um, so I call it Urban Paws K Nine. Um, because you're staying in a pretty. I'm staying in a really urban area. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm right in like Etobicoke, right in like the border of North and South Etobicoke. Yep. Um, there's a lot of like it's a really dog friendly area, and I want to focus on. Um, because I'm in an apartment building, and like there's a lot of dogs in the apartment building. We've already talked about this because yeah. I took advertising, <laughs> but it took me a while to figure this out. I had, I had to get a guru in marketing to say, get your name in there. Yeah. Don't just call it Urban Paws. Is that Urban Paws? Dog yeah, Kiner? Urban Paws Canine. Urban yeah. Paws Canine. Call it Narice Hall's yeah. Urban Paws Canine. Because someone told me, when people come to you, they're really buying you. That's what they're buying. So you got to get your name in the name. If I could do it all over again, if Beyond the Leash wasn't as popular as it is, I would have just called it Eric Straitman's Canine Academy or something. But 
the name was too popular by then. But get your name in there. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, just we're, we, again, we pre-record these, so maybe it was a couple weeks ago when you guys hear this. We just did an event. Yeah, down in uh, Streetsville Square. Yes, it was yeah. called Potty. Potty with a P A W. Yeah, like party. Yeah, like party, party except in potty. The park. What do you? What did you have a good time there? Um, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was uh, fun seeing um, some people. Like we had some of the people from novice classes like come out and watch. And, and not to give Beyond the Leash a big pat in the back, but I got there really early to set up. I yeah. was there before any of us, and you know they had their booths. Renz was there. The uh, what was the rescue called? Oh, fe- remember the rescue? Fetch and release. Fetch and release. Yeah, no, no, not release. It's yeah, release. Fe- which is kind of hard to say, but that's they were really good people. Um, there was some bandana people, which yeah, against your little thing you're doing. <laughs> um, there was some other people there. I, I didn't take talk to everybody, but when I got there, there was a handful of dogs. I mean, yeah. a handful. Yeah, 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 two or three walking around, and I don't even know if some of them went there for the event. I or think just happened to be walking through Streetsville. And yeah, saw some, some probably saw some just happened to be there. And then we went on at one thirty, and again, not to pat ourselves in the back, we had at least twelve to fifteen dogs in the event. Yes, something like I think that. It was yeah, 15. yeah, um, yeah. And then, as you said, we had. I it must have been twenty, either past clients, present novice dogs. Yeah, dogs that were that came just for us. So by the end of it, there was probably. 40 dogs just from beyond the leash. Yeah, at least, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it was pretty cool. Um, what are we going to talk about today? Again, I throw this at Narish. She didn't even <laughs> any. I actually was going to have another topic, but then I thought that might be better for a different guest host. What we're going to talk about today is something that happens to every single client. It's happened to me with every dog. What do you do in dog training when you get one? The dog's smart. The dog's learning everything. But there's one fucking command that won't seem to work. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yep. That is the perfect uh, topic and, for me. And I, and I have to put this on with Nerese here because Artemis is right beside us, who's one of the top dogs in the school for sure. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about what she had, but I'm going to start this back when I was Narice, when I was an apprentice, when I was brand new. I had a dog named Minga. And when I say by one command, Minga was, Minga was probably my best dog overall, even better than Beppe, as far as um, reliability. Like, absolute, I know she's not going to miss a step. She's never going to miss one command, anything. You know what I never, ever, my whole, my whole life with her, you know what I never got her to do? What? Stand. She couldn't <laughs> stand, wouldn't stand. Like, she did, didn't like the position. I kind of gave up on it. I actually, I actually did. She never, ever, ever learned stand. <laughs> and Beppe um, had the best stand in the world because after Minga... Like, that's what pissed me off, that she couldn't <laughs> stand. So I said, I'm going to do everything I can. And outside of Zoe, Beppe used to have the best stand in the world. Why? Because I was so pissed off at myself <laughs> for not being able to do it with Minga that I, I just said, every dog from now on is going to stand. <laughs> and I wasn't as smart back with Minga. I was just new at it. Um, here's what's happening a lot. I don't know if you notice this with your clients in the school. Every single dog, Narice, is going to have things they excel at and things they're no good at. Yeah. 
if you got kids at home, maybe the kids are really outgoing and well-spoken and they're good with groups and they're good at sports, but they suck at math. Yeah. Or vice versa. You get kids that can't throw the ball if they're life-dependent on or a girl that can't learn to swim, but she's fantastic at science. Yeah. Dogs are the same way, Narice. You're going to yeah. get some things that the dog enjoys. You're going to get some other things that the dog's not so good at. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and what happens, you know what I tell everybody? You've probably seen it a hundred mm-hmm. times. Do not get frustrated in the first three weeks because maybe we're teaching things that your dog isn't going to excel at, but your dog's going to be amazing at down the road. Yeah. I just had a dog. Do you remember King, the micro bully? Were you around for, I don't know if that uh. was a Sunday or a Saturday? Asian guy, he was really good with his dog. Maybe it was a Sunday and you never ever saw this dog. Yeah. It was one of the, during the time you weren't here Sundays. Yeah, it, it might have been. Catherine would definitely know King because um, I know she was here a lot. This guy was frustrated as fuck. He literally sat in, we put him right in front of the desk yeah. in the room. And the most he ever got for the first two healing lessons was to the mirrors. Yeah. That's about as far as he ever got. Yeah, and he kept looking at me. He kept freaking out, like, "Oh, this isn't working." I would, and I'm just like, "Nah," because I already know that. Yeah, you're not that good at heel, but wait till later stuff. Yeah, and you know what? His dog had the best of the absolute 100 percent best stay and the best recall. Oh, yeah. those two things, he blew every other dog out of the water. Oh yeah. So it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. And let's go back to. Artemis's great day. She was like a top dog in her class for sure. Yeah? She was. Uh, I don't really yeah. remember because I get so many classes. I can't even picture who else was in your class. But I remember she was on the top spectrum. Yeah, she, like her her stays were great. Like she her, learned everything. Like, she like, learned snap. super quick. Yeah. I taught you one week. You came back. She was doing it the next week. Yeah. Until what? Until down. Until down. <laughs> Until down. <laughs> and that's a big one. That's a big one. But again, my dog, my original Minga. Never, ever, ever, ever learned to stand. Ever. Yeah. Um, and you know why? Because I just got frustrated. Yeah. I gave up on it. Um, that's, that's what you can't do. No. Especially in dog training because dog training is about repetition, 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 repetition. And can we say that like eight more times? Yeah. <laughs> do it, do it, do it again, do it again, do it again, do it again. And I realized that, that, like I said, Minga, Beppe, they've taught me more about dog training than anybody would have ever. Dave McMahon taught me a lot, but I think my own dogs have taught me oh, more. Yeah. And that's the way it always goes. Animals but will teach you more. That's what happens. You give up. Yeah. You feel like giving up. What was happening with Artemis with the down? Oh, what wasn't happening with the down? <laughs> um, she, oh. Any sort of, so, like, people would always ask, she's got, like, this, like, kind of shy demeanor, so people always ask if she's, like, a rescue or something. She's not. I've, I've known this dog since the day she was born. I've known both her parents since they were eight weeks old. Farm dogs, but, like, I, she's not a rescue. Yep. Um, but any sort of pressure on her back, she would freak out. Any sort of, um, she did not care about the treat because she was significantly less treat motivated she's at still, the time. Still, to this day, she's so, less treat motivated yeah. than most dogs. Yeah, than, you're gonna than get most that. dogs. Um, if I, and for those of you that aren't listening, <laughs> aren't, list, aren't list, 
they're listening but don't know the process. Maybe you've never been to Beyond the Leash. First, we try treats, and that's 90% of the dogs will follow the treat yeah. through the floor. They're literally. But it, there's 10% of the dogs that don't give a fuck about yeah, the treat. Yeah, she, she just she didn't care about so it. So now you have to use what's called pressure on the withers, which is on the back. We have to pull the feet out. Yeah, she, and like, all these things can be a little, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Invading my personal space. Yeah, and she's very much a dog that, like, she's not a cuddler. Like, she cuddles on her own terms. Like, she she's very much... <laughs> she's in, basically a cat in she's, a dog form. She's a cat in a dog form. So, like, any sort of, like, pushing on the withers, pulling out her I'll paws. I'll decide like, when I lie on your feet. Thank you. You eat. won't decide that. Yeah. So, any of that, none of that worked. When we finally, like, got her down for a split second, if I tried to put my foot on the leash, it was instant freak out. To this day, if yeah. I even threatened to put my foot on the leash, she's, she's gone. And just for everybody... <laughs> listening now that was two over two years ago she's yeah. got one of the best downs anybody's ever seen she can down from outside a room we put her in a down and narice goes to go get lunch and comes back half an hour later she's still there so yeah. And yeah. most people can't do that so the, the, the point is that she struggled more than almost every dog i've ever seen yeah it, it was it was bad like it was eventually like my for a while and and for the test my dad was the only person that could get her into a down Yep. Like, it, it was to the point where, like, um, we would see her laying down at home and we would give her a treat. Be like, good girl, down. <laughs> like, just trying to bribe her, associate yep. with the word. Like, here becomes the problem in dog training. I'm going to talk about everybody hears the story because it's true. Beppe was so amazing, so amazing that I would, t- when I was trying to build beyond the leash, I w- I'd take her to. Port Credit, I take her to Streetsville, I take her to the beach, I take her where there's going to be a lot of crowds, because I know she's going to be off-leash doing things that you only see on the internet, and people are going to go, oh my god, come up to me and go, that's a great dog, and then I'd pass him a business card. Yeah. Maybe you should start doing that in Etobicoke right yeah, now. Yeah, I've, I've started, <laughs> I, I haven't had any business cards, but I've started bringing her to like outside of dog parks, like, you know, like places where people with dogs are going to yeah. congregate. Oh, uh, <laughs> if you go, not even that, just crowded areas, doesn't even yeah. have to do with dogs, people are going to see, see oh. Artemis and go, oh my God, that's amazing. That's when you hand them a yeah. business card. But anyway, so I would, and, and Beppe was fantastic. She didn't have any bad commands. Yeah. But she had ones that were a little more on the upper scale than on the lower scale. And I'd be in Port Credit, and I'd literally see a crowd of people, and guess what I'm doing? Guess what I'm doing? It's detriment to her, but what, do you, what commands do you think I'm doing? Because I'm trying to show off. i got a bunch of people watching me. What do you think I was doing? Probably your stand? The, no. Oh, well, your, well your, her stand well, was yeah, good, stand. but any of the exercises I know she's fucking fine. Oh, yeah. I'm trying yeah. to show off, so I'm not going to do the ones... That I'm still trying to perfect that she may make an error on because I'm in a crowd of people. I don't want to look dumb. Yeah, yeah, all her best ones. And that's actually a detriment to her. I actually should be working. That's where I should be working on the ones I'm struggling with. Yeah. Because that's what you do. You give up. Yeah. Um, A little story. And this isn't, oh, my God, she's bad because I'm away from her. We've been telling this story as a couple for two, three years. Well, two years because... Gia's only been around for two years. Um, Gia originally came to me and Melissa as a board and train. She wasn't supposed to be our dog. She came to us. The breeder paid, I don't know, I'm not even going to guess, a few thousand, I know, at least, to 
what's called board and train. And I remember Melissa came downstairs and said, I'm going to, I got this opportunity. This guy wants us to take the dog in the house. First thing I said is, you're talking to him on Instagram. Does he know he's talking to you or does Mm -hmm. he think he's talking to me? Because that's what (laughs) used to happen on Instagram a lot. Thank God no more. Um, And I was kind of against it because I've never really liked board and train as a, I think it's less people are going to, more people with money that just want to get it over with are going to do that yeah. instead of want to do the work themselves, which it never translates well. I got my boss, Mickey, I always talk about. He spent six grand on board and train. His dog really didn't learn much. Yeah, no. His dog knew it. Fucking Mickey didn't know it. Yeah. <laughs> Put the effort in and learn it. And that's what happens a lot. But anyway, she's training this dog. She's going through the whole course, and Gia just wouldn't down. Same here. Yeah. Same as Artemis. Yeah. She learned everything super fast. She's super smart. Same as Artemis. Got to down. Melissa kept coming home going, she's not going to down. She's yeah. not going to down. She's not going to down. I can't, I, and what she said, do you got any pointers, Eric? I go, I guarantee you, now that you she won't down, you don't do one every three sits. Yeah. I already knew that. She was getting frustrated. The stay was coming along great. So she did all kinds of stays. Oh, yeah. She just gave up on the down. Yeah. It got to the point where she said to me, you know what? I'm going to give an, uh, uh, what's the name of Bully, Bully Boss Muskoka. That's where yeah. we got her. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. was going to give her back to the, 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 the breeder. His name's Jason. And she said to me, you know what? I'm going to give him a little bit of money back and just say, sorry, I couldn't accomplish the down. Yeah. I was like, okay, it's your, it's your deal. Like I, when they finally took the dog, I just told Jason, I go, let you know, it's going to be my fiance's date gig. Don't put it on me because I was worried if it wouldn't go well, I don't want it to be on beyond the leash. Yeah. And she said, I'm just going to give give the dog back, give him 500 bucks back and say, sorry, I couldn't accomplish the down. Yeah. Whatever. Um, the dog started being, then it became, I don't know how, whatever. He got another dog from China. He was overwhelmed. He had too many puppies at home. He said, is there any way you can keep the dog longer? And Melissa did fall in love with her, and so did I. And I said, why don't we work out a board and train? Maybe we can just keep the dog forever. Or not a board and train, um, what's called a co-ownership. Yeah, cool. And so through a little bit of negotiations, she became our dog. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be the next Beyond the Leash dog. This is going to be the demo dog. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to have a dog that doesn't down. Yeah. And it was frustrating. I took the dog out. Gia knew down within four days. Yeah. Because I spent more time. That's the key. Spend more time, whether it's the stand with Minga. Yeah. I, I, when I got Pepe, I said, that's it. This dog's going to stand. This dog's going to stand better than everybody. And I did more stands than all the stuff she was good at. That's why her stand got better than anything else she had. Yeah. Spend more time. Even though it's frustrating, you don't want to. How frustrating was it with her when you were? It was, yeah, it was the most frustrating. Like, even, like, we were doing, like, the three, like, every three sets, one down. But then, like, after, like, two times of like struggling with it and like her getting like you know just freaked out it's like okay well our training session shot if we just try to like yes. fight with this so okay let's let's not do this for the rest of the training session try again tomorrow well you don't yeah. want to get frustrated but to me you got to do the numbers oh yeah um with gia not only when i took her for four days not only was i doing the four pushing her down, holding her, and even if I can get a half a second, I was going to heal right away. I would I would just get somewhat a success, and then I would do them in the kitchen yeah. later that night. I would just do downs. 
Oh, Let's yeah. see if I can do it down. Like, there's no rule. You train a half hour a day here. But if you want to throw in a stay because you're going to work on it while you do the dishes or while you cook dinner, by all means do that. So I would throw extra downs in. Again, it's not something that's pleasant if your dog doesn't want to do it. Exactly, yeah. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> it's it's awful. It's they get they get stressed out, you get stressed out, you just like everybody's just fucking stressed out. <laughs> and another thing, like those dogs that have a heel, here's your problem. Now you can't even train for the half hour. Yeah, exactly. That's hard, but I'm gonna take my dog once in a while through let's say my dog's in a sit in the kitchen, and I'm gonna heal my dog five steps to the living room. Yeah. So you can throw in extra time on the commands that are hard. But again, even like Beppe, who didn't really have bad commands, but she had ones that needed more work. And if I was in a crowd, if I was at the school, there's no way I'm going to show my clients the ones she's having a hard time with. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm always going to show off what she's good at. Yeah. Uh, like the new man's here. Yeah. And it's not because she doesn't know it. Uh, she, Artemis doesn't show off the okay very well in a cloud. Right? It, not so at all. We don't do it yeah. like, like Gia and Beppe did. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. And so I mean, that's the biggest problem with it. And it doesn't matter if it's heel. It doesn't matter if it's sit. Some yeah. dogs, Gia and Artemis, don't want to down. Some dogs would rather down than sit. The oh, yeah. down's the easy one. Getting them to hold the sit for long periods of time is hard. Oh yeah. So the whole point here is. Um, you got to work harder. Yeah. You got to work harder. I don't care if it's a human being and you're really good. Like, I, like, let's go with a kid in school. If you, if, if math and science comes very easy to you, but English is hard. Yeah. You're not going to. Your natural, what's the word? Your natural thing to do is like, I'm going to go do the stuff I'm good at and I'm going to try to avoid the science I'm no good at or the English. Yeah. If I had a student that was, I'm trying to teach to get better in school, and English was his bad side, guess what? Read, read, yeah. read, keep reading. Do more reading because that's what you suck at. Yeah. So if you're not good at the down or you're not good at the stand, don't give up on it. Do exponentially more. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah, I always like, again, like background is horses. So I always relate it back to the horses. Um, my mom is... In her 60s, um, she's riding horses. Who had a dog that uh, probably 90% of the people that would have got Aussie yeah. would have gave up. Oh, yeah. On everything. Oh, yeah, on everything. Yeah. Um, so, you know, big applaud to Narisa's mom. Yeah. Anne, correct? Anne, yeah. Anne, Anne yeah. Hall. So she's, um, she's in her 60s. She's, she's riding horses. She doesn't look you know, like she's, she's in her 60s. Oh, yeah, she's in her 60s. I would, I would have guessed about 55, 58. Uh, she, she's, she's 66, so, yeah. Wow. Um <laughs> And you know she's she's a runner, but like you know her 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 balance isn't the greatest. And riding horses, you have to have pretty good balance. Um, and she's learning how to. She knows how to walk. She knows how to trot. And then when you go faster, it's a canter. You have to have pretty good balance. And she tries. Like she she actually like you know she gives it a go. She doesn't give up on it. Um, and she works at it. Um, even if she gets like, you know, like you said, like the down, like a couple seconds, even if she gets like a couple strides of that, um, canter and then, you know, her balance is off or, or whatever she, her hands go up or, or whatever the horse feels her off balance and, and slows down. She's still, she's still trying, she's still working on it because it's her, it's her goal to actually like, you know, get it. And it's the same with like the dogs, like, you know, you're working on something that's really like your dog's not so great at. You have to keep pushing, you know. And then you get that, like, you know, 
couple seconds of, of success, like that couple seconds of a down um, or, or a sit or whatever it is. And then yeah. you just then you just build it up. Yeah. But it's baby steps yeah. for everything. You know what I get a lot of? Because a lot of people you take, and again, as anybody's heard me, I want some people to spend $400 with me, and that's all they ever fucking need. Yeah. They don't, they don't require me anymore. Some people get addicted and want more and more skills. And I get a lot of people that left the course and they're saying, Eric, everything, I just got an email the other day. Everything's great. All the commands are great. I've lost the recall. Yeah. Right away, I say, how'd you lose the recall? What's happening? Well, uh, now I call him and he doesn't come. Then don't fucking call him. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to a leash. Start it from the beginning. Start with a six-foot leash. Move to a 12-foot leash. Move to a 30-foot yeah. leash. Every time you give that command of recall, he's not only not succeeding on that one, He's making it worse and yeah. worse and worse. So even with things like get good and then go, I've had dogs that do downs great in novice, but then in intermediate, it starts to like, fade away. And, yeah. And then they got to just go back to the basics. Yeah. Always. Well, yeah. What I tell my clients, like, especially with the recall, it's like, okay, so I know my dog, like I know the looks that she gives me. I know what kind of mood she's in. If I look at her and I see that she's in a mood where, like, you know, she's out in the backyard and I know she's not going to come for a recall, I'm not going to give that recall command. Like, anything. Like, I know she's in a mood that she's not getting that command because she's not allowed to even fail dog, at it. Even a dog that's been doing it for three or four years. Exactly, yeah. Uh, I always tell that story when I called Beppe the one time out of 300, or I don't know how many, probably more than that, she didn't come. I personally went back to a leash for a week. just. Mm-hmm. To, and let's talk about, like I said, that we're, we're talking about down and Mingus stand, but it can be any command that's hard. Anything that's hard you don't want to do. You know where my analogy is? The gym. What's the big thing when you see the big giant guy with the arms and the shoulders and the chest, but he's got little tiny little legs? Yeah, he skips leg day. <laughs> don't skip leg day. Here's why that's so popular, because if you've ever gone to the gym, leg days fucking sucks. Leg days Leg days sucks. horrible. And, the, you know, and another thing I always say is if I do chest, it doesn't matter how big you are. If you do chest, you can kind of go in the mirror and take off your shirt and you got a little bit of a pump on. Yeah. If you do biceps, you can see that in the mirror. Yeah. The shoulders, my shoulders look like um, I've been working out for 10 years because my shoulders always get a good pump. But unless you're already a fucking bodybuilder, you can do a two-hour leg day, and you're not going to see much yeah, no. much pump on those legs. No. You have to already have the definition to see that. The leg day sucks. Leg day sucks. And as a horseback rider, I can tell you leg day sucks because it's always <laughs> leg day when you ride horses. But this is the same as a command in dog training that sucks. Yeah. You don't do them. Yeah. I'm guilty myself. Um, this week, because I've been so busy, I'm not going to get the... F- I usually work out four days a week. Yeah. And the last one is leg day. Yeah. And today was supposed to be shoulders. I, I, I told you I got a 14 and 15 hour day today. I'm not, yeah. not going to get a time into gym. So tomorrow is going to become shoulders and I'm going to skip leg day. Yeah. That's going to just make my legs suffer. If yeah. you skip the commands you're bad at with your dog, that command is going to get worse and worse and worse. Yeah. So that's the whole point of this. We really, and Artemis, the first time I ever saw Artemis down. Yeah, it was the day of the test. So just to let you know, on down, that's week uh, six. Yeah, six. Yeah. Six is week week down, is the down week is six. Seven is down stay. So when you came to week seven, you might as well not even been there. Yeah. (laughs) Because you couldn't even down yet. I couldn't even down yet. And then the recall week is after that. And then the review and then the test. Yeah. So we're talking... um, down here, downstay, recall, review, test. 
You're talking about a five-week... And if I'm not mistaken, I believe we actually had the May 2-4 long weekend in there as well. Oh, so you so had was, six. I, we had six weeks, yeah. And I was worried about you because we'd already <laughs> talked. You wanted to come to Novice, or, or from Novice to Intermediate. Yeah. I can't pass a dog that can't down. That can't. I can't. Yeah, it's a, it's a stay. I'm yeah. like, and I even <laughs> saw, like, I've seen some struggles. I'm like, this dog's never, ever. Been, you know, <laughs> what the hell is going on? Um, we're... What what was the first time I personally saw the dog down? It was on the test. It was the test on day. On test day. That was the first successful <laughs> one. And you didn't even come in to do it. Why not? Because uh, I still couldn't get her to down. The only person I could do it was my dad. At that point, early on, on her on her first kind of being okay with the down, Narisa's dad was the only one who could, could do it. So we had to bring him in for the test. Even though I don't even think I saw him with a leash the whole the whole novice class. No, I? he the, the first time you met him was during the <laughs> test. Yeah, and because he's the only one to do the down. And he, the fact that the whole thing is that I, I wanted this topic because, and it's not just down. It can be heel. It can be sit over down. It could be the stand like with Minga. Don't get frustrated. Don't hate leg day and not do them if you want good legs. Yeah, if you want a good down. Make sure you're always doing the downs. If you want a good stand, make sure you always do the stands. Do extra. So I'd like to thank Narice. And like I said, what we're going to do now is every week, well, maybe not every week because I'm going to bring on some guests too, but we're going to rotate our little team of trainers. One week it's going to be Narice. Next week it'll be Steph. The week after that it might be Dan, whatever. We're going to run through everybody and even our, the apprentices, and then we'll come back to Narice. So we'll always have a little guest host on here. And you know what's cool? Yeah. You know what I'm going to say to everybody? Because, you know, topics are sometimes hard to come up with. Um we might go through two or three trainers. It might be three or four weeks before we have Nerys back on here. Yeah. I want you to go home and think about topics we can talk about. Yeah, and I might veto them or I might yeah. say, yeah, that's a really good one. Let's do that. Just dog-related stuff. Let's go back to you. Um, what's your company called now? Uh, so my company is uh, Urban Paws K9. Urban Paws K9. Do we have social medias? Uh, yes, I've got Facebook, I've got Instagram, and I've got TikTok. But what are they? Um, oh, it's just at Urban Paws K9 uh, for, for all of them. And since we're doing that, let's give a thing for our Instagram because I'm really trying to build it up past Melissa's. <laughs> <laughs> um, not that I'm a dick, but she stole the Instagram and don't ever let, <laughs> I don't care if it's your husband or your mom, don't let anybody <laughs> else have control of your social media because they can take it and there's nothing you can do. Um, so basically our old Instagram, I'd like people to follow our new one. Um, I think we're at 400 now. Something I like want to get it past Melissa's 1500 or whatever that we originally built up with. Um, it used to be BTL canine training. It has been switched to just BTL training. So follow BTL training, and we're also going to follow Urban Paws Urban K9. Canine. And that's it, at Urban Paws K9. Yeah. That's a pretty simple one. I wish I had more simple ones. Yeah. <laughs> Problem with Instagram is once someone takes the name, uh, they could have two followers or 10,000 followers. Yeah. They got that name forever. It took me like a week to like just checking like like brand names, like what was taken, what wasn't. We, we, don't, we don't have a website yet? I do have a website. Nice. UrbanPodsK9 at or dot com. <laughs> and what did you Man, yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Okay, and don't forget with the podcast, uh, Beyond the Leash podcast, don't forget to rate, subscribe, uh, download, all that stuff. Like, I don't know, what I, well, all the other stuff that Paul, our social media guy, tells me to do. And I'm still going with this. Melissa gave me this calendar for Christmas one year, and we 
Oh, last year. 2022. Yeah. So what it is is dog trivia. It's not actually trivia where you answer a question. It's fascinating facts and tidbits about dogs. So what we like to do is just finish it on one thought. Sometimes they suck. <laughs> Sometimes they're okay. I'm just going to literally random. Bo- a 2013 English study found that mixed breed dogs live an average of 1.2 years longer than purebred dogs. Yeah. That was actually a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> I've always been a fan of the mixed breed. Um, yeah. Before I be- found Belgian Malinois, I always wanted mixes. Uh, yeah. Mingo was like part Border Collie, part Australian Shepherd, and there was some other stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, what's Artemis? Artemis. So Artemis's mom is uh, a Jack Russell Beagle mix, and her dad is an Aussie Shepherd Border Collie mix. And the reason that average is better, because they're, uh, although you get a lot of good traits... When you pure breed dogs, if you're looking for an athleticism or you're looking for a certain trait in a dog, you're also getting the bad traits. Yeah. Health problems, hip problems. Yeah, hip problems, your skin, allergies, all that stuff. So, again, you got a 1.2 year on average. Yeah. Of life, especially. That was actually the best one we've had. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Just happened to be. <laughs> All right, so I'd like to thank about Narice, thank Narice Hall of Urban Canine. Urban Paws. Urban Paws Canine. <laughs> She's still going to be here, part of Beyond the Leash, as long as she wants a job. Um, and we'll have you on here again shortly. Yeah, Anything to, to add to the end of this? Um, not really. Dude, this was fun. It, was a, it was a good time. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. It, it actually, when you listen to it, it's more fun than... I gotta answer these dog training. That's like maybe eight hundred dollars I just threw down the drain by not answering it. Now they're gonna hang up. They're gonna Google and they're gonna call Urban Paws Canine. And gonna say, I'm gonna lose that client to you. Um, so thank you for listening, everybody. Again, we're gonna have a different guest on every time. Narice was the first one. I think she did pretty well. Yeah. We'll have her on air again. We will see you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Beyond the Leash podcast. We hope you learned something valuable today. For more information or to connect with Eric, check us out at beyondtheleash.ca. We'll see you next time.